chilling rain fell upon the Mott on the day of its completion. In the month after their arrival, the Nyland siblings and their people had cleared a few hundred yards of Walkwood Forest, yet they spared one tree. It sat alone in the clear-cut plain with a name inscribed upon its trunk, Kira. The siblings would sit under it and watch as the men and women of their growing army cleared away the rest of the forest. This morning, though, Sade Nyland watched from atop the Mott and sipped at her family's wine. The weather was better for wine where she grew up, and she never tasted a match to her home variety. It's a shame there will never be more. She did not see the figure when it emerged from the forest. The first sign of its arrival was the striking of axe blade upon wood. She saw the branches of the plain's lone tree shaking as a blood-stained woodsman struck again and again. She cried out and ran down the steps of the mott. She cursed as she sprinted around the length of the one long wall of what would one day be her fortress. As her soldiers fell in behind her, she shivered from more than just the cold of the rain. Axeli had left with seven woodsmen. Why would anyone emerge alone? Stop! She cried as the woodsman swung the final stroke. Brother! She shouted as the beloved tree creaked and toppled. You are no sister of mine. The woodsman barked as he buried the axe into the stump. She watched him march through the parting soldiers on his way to the small trading post erected by the unscrupulous commoner, Abel Public. Her brother, the lone survivor of his doomed expedition, had left something behind. On the ground was a sack. In that sack, wrapped carefully in bloodied rags, was a boot made of iron. Unwrapping it, Baron Sade Nyland lifted the cold metal, and for the first time since leaving her home, she knew what it was to be crushed beneath the heel of doubt. Welcome to the Crooked Thimble, where like minds meet. Today we continue our adventures in Iron Immortals, the shared setting between this tabletop game, the video game and development at the Crooked Thimble, and my latest novel, Seven Days a Servant. If you've not given it a look, Seven Days a Servant by Trick Dempsey is in its final month of fundraising and we need your help. Head over to Inkshares, order the book, and bring the stories of Iron Immortals to the world. This game is being conducted using a hacked version of the Dungeon World system by Sage Latora and Adam Koval. Additionally, we are using many rules from Hamish Cameron's The Sprawl. Our heroes grow ever closer to springing the members of the Greenbark gang from their prison, but the secrets of Harris Reka grow deeper by the second, blood. It all comes down to blood. Unless our heroes learn more, they will pay failure's price in the only currency the not-too-distant forest accepts. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Crooked Thimble Presents Iron Immortals. Uh, I want to do like we did last time uh, and remind everybody of what each other's bonds are. So, please, this time, Brianna, as Impediment Reed, tell us what your bonds are with the other characters. Isold's ways are strange and powerful. Do not anger her. She may look all books, but I think Isold may know what is good in life. Kaya knows restraint, and I could stand to learn some. Speaking of Kaya, Kaya Wellsmythe is being played by Hannah Garbaz. Hannah, tell us about Kaya's bonds. Uh, Kaya's bonds are that she fears the consequences of Reed's decisions and needs to mitigate them. Isold is learning from the Verdwood, and Kaya wants to know what Isold has learned. And Kaya has faced death with Isold. 
But Isold learned something that Kaya did not. And here we have Bob Poteet playing Professor Isold Heisenberg. Isold, what are your connections with the other characters? Reed loves her family. I will see them reunited again. And Kaya will have an important role in the events to come. I have foreseen it. All right. So when last we left you, you were inside of the early morning, uh, after breakfast, but sort of the before noon, as each of you prepared to spring the Greenbark gang from their menagerie prison run by Scarlet Redstone. All of you have had an opportunity to speak with some people this morning. However, one of you decided to join the troops training inside of the training grounds inside of the fort. Uh, Kaya Wellsmythe. You have an opportunity here to train with the troops, and what you can do in that is that there is a list of contacts, let me find them, of people who are going to be there inside of the Order of Wood, Wood. Baron Sade Nyland, uh, Sir Anza Karpanen, Sir Otto Lokanen, who is the garrison captain, uh, Sir Ritva Lokanen, who is the master at arms, and Sir Edward Jakart. Is Jakart or Jakarte? Jakart. Very well. Um, all of them are there, and you have an opportunity to train with, with any number of sort of uh, types of troops. They don't train in archery because it generally doesn't do much good against the trees. Um, they have some archers, but it isn't something that they focus on particularly. Uh, it's always a secondary weapon to other woods weapons. Uh, is there anyone in particular with the Order of Wood that you would like to end up sparring with? or that you would like to to find out more about and therefore get close to during all of this? Um, I would like to um, spar with Sir Ansa and with Sir Otso um, and end up sparring with Sir Edvard. Okay. Um, but if I have to pick one, I would yeah. say Sir Otso. Sir Otso. Okay, so Sir Otso is the eldest of the Laucanon siblings. He's a, he's a tall, uh, thin man who, honestly, it looks like if it weren't that he was just made of taut muscle, you would actually expect him to be somebody who looms inside of like the shadows of a library and makes you feel uncomfortable. He's just, he's tall, he's lanky, and uh, his practices and his troops, because these people have all brought their own troops who have been put together to be part of this garrison, uh, he commands them with a uh, poleaxe that he has a flag attached to at the end so that he can signal people at a distance. Uh, it also has, interestingly enough, a like whistle on it so that when he shakes it around, it actually makes different patterns of whistling so that they can communicate in the forest. Uh, I would like you... Let's not say that you're doing... When you're sparring with this person, because this is going to be kind of how we, we start this off... Um, Hack and slash isn't really appropriate, but you're attempting to uh, display sort of the height of your martial skill. So uh, tell me, when you fight somebody who's armed as I've described Sir Otso, what uh, technique do you use to thwart his attacks and defenses? What style do you use? If he's using a pole arm... Um, then especially in a sparring situation, I would also use a pole arm, That's, um, meaning like with like allows both opponents to uh, use the skills of their their sparring partner to the maximum. Um, 
there are advantages, of course, to learning to spar against different weapons. But generally speaking, when you're going against the wood, you really just have no idea what you're going to come up against. So you might as well get really good with your weapon. So I'll pick up my um, my plane um, pole pole weapon. I'll I I guess I didn't really bring one, so I'll borrow one from. They they have they have a. So, strangely, most soldiers are outfitted by their own specific lords, and the lords have their own private private stores. However, there is essentially a set of loner weapons that uh, mm-hmm. Baron Nyland is, is willing. They're not in bad condition, they're just not loved. Yeah. Um, I'll see if I can borrow one from Sir Ansa before I go for the super... Oh, oh shoot, what did Sir Ansa sound like? Uh, she was pretty practical, if I remember right. Uh... Oh, yeah, you're going up against Sarazzo, right? I hear he's pretty good with the pike. I would hate to use a weapon that hasn't been well-maintained. If you wouldn't mind allowing me to use yours, I see you're sparring with the sword right now. Uh, I am. Uh, let me... She snaps her fingers and, like, a a, a squire comes over. Um, it's like a like a, a little blonde kid. He's only got to be, like, 12 years old, maybe. And uh, she gestures to go and, like, get a... To, to get a polearm for you, and, and the, the kid comes back, actually, with uh, both a quarterstaff and a polearm. Um, the quarterstaff, he leaves with uh, Saranza, and he uh, he brings the, the polearm to you. It's alright. Uh, it's got a sort of strange quirk to it, which is much like uh, reeds. It has the, the forest modification, which is that metal, uh, that flat metal landing disc on the bottom, so that it can be used to pole vault. Okay. Yes, I'm used to this from my time training with Sir Edvard. I hefted around a couple times. Yes, thank you. This will be much better than an old training weapon that probably hasn't seen oil in the last month and a half. There's that possibility, yes. Uh, Saranza, before you go to uh, to the fights, actually stops you and is like, So tell me, um, are you... There's word going about town that you... That your friend Reed is going to try to break up the green bark execution are you going to get involved in that it doesn't seem right does it killing those kids it doesn't seem right though i i will say we do keep calling them kids and we've they're colorful and they're definitely young but i mean they're not oh god now i have to name the kid she says the squire's (laughs) name i'm so sorry guys uh I, I don't have my my terrible Finnish names uh, research list open right now. Um, Lolly is actually a Finnish name that is sure. used for a boy character in a comic I read. All right, uh, it's not a, a kid like Lolly. Lolly's like man, I'm a fighter. I can fight. She's not a. They're they're not kids like Lolly, but I mean, you'll understand if you'll meet them. They're oh sprightly. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, the time I've spent with Reed, she. She's wise beyond her years, but, you know, it's just when you, when you don't have a lot of choices, you don't have, it doesn't seem fair. I shouldn't die, especially not like that. No. And so, I just, I can't condone what Scarlet's, how he's, she's treating people. You can't treat people like that. So I don't know what she's going to do precisely. It sounds like she's going to leave them in there to fight, but that's the funny thing. There's no fence around it. If you're in the audience, or if you're standing at the edges, which people are allowed to do, you can just jump in. You get enough people in there that want to 
want to see these these kids to the end of the day, they're not going to be in there alone. That's the hope. Would you be such a person? I don't like them getting in trouble, but I know the kind of stuff that is in that menagerie. I could, but could I? Uh, could you give me a call in a favor? Sure. <sighs> That's going to be a roll plus cha. Ooh, How's bad it luck, going? Kaya. Good luck, Kaya. All right then. Is is Angus anywhere around watching? Oh sure, sure. Angus <laughs> is around and watching, but he doesn't practice uh, parlay. No. Oh he no! Wait, didn't but you? He performs. He performs. So Angus, Angus is going to come up while we're talking and purr and rub his. Being a bark cat, he is taller than a normal cat. And so he can easily rub his head up against Sir Anse's hand without her, her having to reach down in his very winning way, just to get her feeling a little more friendly towards me. Fair, fair. Roll good. Box cars, box cars, box cars. <laughs> Damn near. Hey. Thank you, Angus. Hey. Uh okay so uh for the for the the podcast listening audience what did you roll I Kaya Will Smith ro- strokes Angus smooth but for his part is delightful and Kaya rolls a twelve that's Thank you, uh, Angus. that's that's some that's some good times yes um and like uh yeah if those kids end up in that in that pit I will and you you hop in to help them I'll help you out with that but uh. There's something else that you should know. And she tells you something useful about the menagerie, and you gain a lore. Yay! So uh, later, when the time comes that you need to know something important, either about Harris Reka in general, or about um, the... or about just the, the menagerie itself, or the creatures inside of it, you can spend a lore to use the produce... Uh, produce lore? Is that what it's called? Produce knowledge. Reveal knowledge. Um, cool. In order to uh, cash that in, I like this mechanic. It's it's handy. Uh, and then I can ask you how it is that she told you that, or how else you discovered it oh. from something from context clues. I get, I have sort of a takesies backsies on that to be like, how did you? Uh, what? So get creative. So get oh. creative. You get to oh, fill in some fiction. So you get a chance now. I know that this is sort of doubling the length of this uh, a bit, but you get a chance to actually duel uh, Sir Otso. Um, and so, in order to see how well this goes, I would like you to roll a Defy Danger Dex. Awesome. Uh, to just see how kind of well this goes. Well, hey! Ten. I roll a ten. Okay, so you you learn a bit about Serazzo from this. So you guys, you, you end up fighting, you're, you, you spar with this guy off and on with him and his troops, like, for um, ten, probably fifteen minutes or so, like, total. Um... And you know that he and his guys fight in a very particular style. Um, they're, uh, they would be called rudos if they were luchadors. They, they go in strong, they like probe your defenses for a bit, and then they just try to knock you over, knock you down, and best you. Uh, they, they toss people around, hooking them with their weapons and that kind of stuff. Um, it seems that they care an awful lot about positioning. But... At the end of the day, 
you're swift footed. You, you you step over their attacks. You avoid their avoid their blows, and you keep finding yourself able to get close to them uh, within their guard and sort of the better of them. Afterward, Otto is just very impressed with you and is like, "All right, all right, boys, take a look at this lady here. She knows how to fight. All of you, you look, you look sad. Frankly, sad. We should be taken." We should be taking lessons from this lass here. Lass, what's your name again? Kaya. Kaya Wellsmith. Kaya Wellsmith. Oh, you're the, the, the master architect's uh, ne- daughter? Niece? Niece. Some niece. say his favorite, some say his least favorite. I'll let you uh, decide. I, I know how that feels. We've got a lot of least favorite favorites out here at the fort. Uh... It's not exactly where people send the the kid that they know is a sure thing. <laughs> That's so, a good uh, way of putting it. What brought you out here? Well, I ventured into the woods and came back with strange things. Oh, and you're the lady who came in with the head. Well, one of the yes. ladies. There are a lot of ladies that came in with heads. I know. We like to get a head in life. Uh uh, <laughs> I, I roll my I roll my head at that. He makes a motion of rolling right. his head. I already have one. Wow! Uh, uh, you don't need to get a big head about it. Uh, <laughs> all right, I already have one. Uh, 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 we've doubled up on punchlines. That's fine. That's fine. You can fight. That's good enough. <laughs> so uh, he pauses for a moment. You can see from where you guys were, were practicing up onto the mott and the, the two other brothers, the, the ones that aren't Venamo and aren't uh, Brother Arvo, are trudging up the stairs with packs, backpacks full of, of gear. And uh, they're trudging up the hill and they enter the, uh, the bailey, the manor house, up at the top. He uh, shakes his head and, and looks back to you. So... Is it up there? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Baron Nyland, I I didn't think she would get it all together. Not yet. Not yet? You said it was up there. Well, it's in my quarters, and assuming she's not going back on her given word, which I find unlikely, it will stay there until we've had a chance to discuss said dispensation. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's... She's got a she's she's a lady of her word. I'll give her that, and she uh, she's good with her uh, compensation. Indeed, you'll you'll fetch a, a fair price. Heck, you might even get some land out of it. I didn't hear you you mention a title. Not as of yet. Oh. Does she have? I suppose she does have land to give. Uh, she does, and uh, the way uh, certain trades are working in town, maybe she'll even have a. A simple salary title at the end of this. A lot of people oh, getting rich off this place. Sprang up mighty fast. Did. It did. But it's how boom towns work, right? You, you find something special. You get behind someone special, a special mission. Sometimes it's a resource. Sometimes it's just words. And then, boom, there's a town. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I well, don't know. I'm not much of a one for crazy, weird legend things. <laughs> well, what do what do you believe in, Miss Wellsmith? Truth. 
I know it sounds crazy, but I think that if you look a man in the eye, you can get his measure to a, to a point. I believe in the honesty of good men <laughs> and women. Well, I don't know how much that you're going to find here. Yeah. Once again, it's a boom town. That's true. But the Order of the Wood, they're solid. They're staunch. I've found that, generally speaking, people join the Order for the right reasons. I think that that could be right. They join to fight the Wood. They join to, to make the world a better, safer place. And that seems to me what Baron Island is trying to do here. Make, make our land safer. How she can do that with this weird head thing, I don't know. Seems a little bit risky to me. But maybe it's not for me to know. I don't know. I'm certain it could be risky. I've heard, uh, I've seen servants and those two brothers that went in come out screaming and shaken from whatever's in there. I don't think anything we could be, we're doing here could be remotely regarded as safe. Well, but it might make us a safer world. I suppose that's the risk we've got to take. Be careful around here, talking about the goodness, the men of the Order of Wood. We trust each other here, but a lot of the folks who sit in their high horses in Mostan and Fell, they don't worry about the wood. They don't care about the people out here who are risking their lives. They just sit fat and happy off the alchemy we bring back to them. You... I wouldn't know anything about people who sit fat and happy sending others off to do their bidding. No, sir. You uh, spent some time in Kunin Forge, I take it. I spent some time in Kunin Forge. I hear that's all they do. Well, I need to get back to, to fighting. Thank you for the, the sparring. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It's nice to know that, that Baron has men like, such as yourself. Uh, thank you. We've, uh, we run a tight ship here. We'll, uh, we'll be doing another foray into the forest soon if you want to join us. Probably, uh, later this week. We had some injured from the last trip, so, uh, we want to make certain that they get put together nice and good. Yes, yes, Sir Edward mentioned that to me. It hmm. does sound interesting. Well, you know Sir Edward, that's great. That's, oh, yes. uh, he's, he's a good man. Yes. Honest. Yes. To a fault. Well, thank you, Sir Otto. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, with that, people continue about their fighting, but we're basically, we've reached lunch. Now, I'm telling you this because there are basically two time chunks left before the trouble begins. There's your, your lunch time slot and your afternoon time slot, and then we're into trouble to Troublesville. So, uh, how do you guys want to spend your lunch? And you have an opportunity, by the way, to get back together. I'm not going to, like... Oh, you guys have to get next to each other to exchange information or all that. Just tell me if you want to get together where it is that you're going to do that. Oh, okay. That that part's not going to take up a full-time slot? No, that's just you guys getting Thanks. together wherever it is that you'd like to meet. Isol definitely wants lunch. <laughs> she ain't skipping no meals. No. Well, the, 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 the troops... Uh, do break for lunch, and so they actually have a, a big mess that they basically set out in the middle of the that, that U-shaped barracks and the courtyard in between it where they've been fighting. They just pull out tables next to it. Some people have been cooking big pots of, of food, 
also similarly, uh, of course, the beer garden has finally been set up. It was, it gets struck every, uh, every morning or sorry. Yeah. It gets struck every morning, cleaned up and then gets sort of repopulated. Uh, and you would probably be welcome in the Nyland estate again. I'll stay with the soldiers. Um, unless we decide to meet up, I'm happy to also meet up. I, I figure Reed would probably, uh, want to meet up with folks. Trying to remember the last of the stuff I grabbed. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm feeling a little, uh, lost for direction. Okay. Uh, the soldier's field is probably the safest place as far as, uh, you know that there are ears in the beyond, you know Uh that there are ears in the manor, and the soldier's fields, well, there are ears around, but it's, it's pretty easy to avoid them. Uh Mm-hmm. All right. That's not what I meant to click. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. That right. I'm thinking that the telepathy spell that I had up conveyed all of those head puns from god from <laughs> kaya to is old that's yeah. glorious i like yes. that yes. Now she's gonna be complaining about how all these puns were compounding in my skull you have only your head to blame crowning achievement all those puns. on your way to to meeting up with each other Isolde and kaya you both see it's been a couple of hours um, since the brothers went into the Bailey. And uh, Kaya and Isolde, you see both of them come back without their packs. Uh, Isolde, you know that they left with some packs of stuff because you saw them pack them up while you were hanging out with uh, Brother Vanamo. Right. And uh, uh, Kaya, you, you saw them go in. But they're just returning back to the, to the reliquary without their packs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonder what those druids were doing. Why did the druids they... were doing things? They mm. had packs. Where did I'm trying to remember the conversation Reed had with Barker? Mm-hmm. Uh, where did he say this entrance to some where they were keeping the statue was? They, he, he said that it was a trap door underneath the uh, fortress. Did he say anywhere specific in the fortress? Uh, that that first room that you came into, that's the bottom floor. He said that oh, there's a. Oh, there's you a, mean I had the Bailey Fortress, the little the one. Bailey Fortress, oh. Fortress Fortress. Oh, uh, Fortress of I Solitude. I mentioned that to my compatriots. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if that's what they were doing. Seems likely. I wonder what they would have taken up there. Alchemy stuff. Maybe. You would know. Well, I'm not exactly sure what they're transporting. Uh, Okay, well. Didn't catch it. But I do see that they have all kinds of supplies stored up in that uh, little house over there, the reliquary. Uh, Including some scary looking chair that I bet they use to drain blood from Greenbark kids. Uh, (laughs) Some soldiers look look, look over at you with alarm. (laughs) <laughs> go back to eating their lunch. <laughs> Druids are creepy. I I pay them no mind to the point where I don't. I probably didn't even notice. I pretend not to notice. Uh, <laughs> um, moving the conversation uh, a little further away from prying ears. Yeah. 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 Come on. You Apple. scoot over. 
Um, well, okay. Lower my voice. Also found something very interesting that Venamo uh, wanted to make sure that I knew. He demonstrated to me a technique to destroy red stones. Oh, that could be very useful, given certain what we know about uh, the Scarlet's red stones. Well, here's the drawback. He gave me some of this reagent that can do it. I can only do it once. But, on the plus oh. side, according to him, causes a bit of a chain reaction. Nearby yeah. redstones will also be affected. It's possible that I could drop the redstone barrier all around the arena. That's hmm. dangerous. Yeah. Yes. That could earn us some enmity, but on the other hand, that could also if done subtly enough, cause Scarlet to lose faith with Baron Nyland for letting dangerous creatures loose. Don't you think? That's right. Well, I mean, depending on when you did it... You'd have to do it so that it didn't... so that we, nobody knew. Everybody would have to be looking somewhere else. I'm just saying. If we could only arrange for everyone to be looking somewhere else. But if there's anything in the pit to let out, then that's where everyone will be looking. Right. In the pit, not at the fence. There may be some way to stealthily apply this to the side of the arena, which will cause... It's an idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. And I mean, it's... I like a plan with multiple facets of winning... I like a plan where if this doesn't work, then maybe this works, or maybe this works. So we have many chances of not being killed or maimed or dying horribly. Well, I mean, if you let the sapling out, a lot of people are going to be killed, maimed, or dying horribly. I don't know. That sapling in the in the temple wasn't killing anybody. So I have a question for all of you. Hmm. Uh, right now you've reached noon. You've got your two time slots left uh, to take actions during the day before you are, you know, the arena is going to go down. Uh, I am curious if there was some talk of maybe blackmailing Scarlet rather than even going through necessarily with the, the arena itself. I think it was uh, Izzled who, who mentioned this as a possibility. Uh, I'm curious if anybody wants to pursue that as a line of of pursuit or whether there is a hope to essentially split up into two teams when the arena itself happens when it comes to having your plan with uh how that scene will play out in the late afternoon at the execution i don't require much as far as uh details go that's not going to be kind of how it works i don't need you guys to plan every tiny little step of some endeavor but rather to have a generality of so-and-so expects to jump in, so-and-so expects to blow up the barrier around it, or so-and-so expects to get next to Scarlet and convince her not to do this thing. Um, Like, do you guys have a general plan of attack right now that you, you would like to sort of officially pursue? The blackmail sounds interesting and all, but, I mean, there's not really diddly... I think Reed can particularly do to help that. 
Uh, you would need to you would need to get information from members of her gang, yeah, probably in that order part, to do that. That part I can help with, like in, mm-hmm. in the prep phase of tracking down her gang members and applying pressure to them is totally a thing I can do. As long as we can do that without alerting her to be more prepared than she already is, that would be the tricky part. Well, that's just rolling well. That's the risk yeah. of any preparation we do, unfortunately. Yes, indeed. I think that um, making those discoveries would be very useful. The plan um, as it stands right now seems to be a combination of the Greenbark gang we expect will be brought out to the arena for execution. They'll bring out some monsters to eat them. We, or at least some of us, along with some allies, will jump in and help them. At the same time, we can destroy the barrier separating the arena from the general public. And in the mass confusion that follows, we escape. Or the Greenbarks escape, at least. Maybe all of us escape. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, That's way more straightforward than I was expecting. Like, that was kind of Reed's plan, and I thought it was a little too simple. But Sometimes simple strategies are, you know... The, sometimes the simple strategies, strategies are the best. As uh, Kaya was mentioning earlier, there are other avenues of attack open to us that we could try to develop. But we do have, right now, a working plan. Yes. And I think that we have decided that we will free the gang. I think we have reached goal one, as in deciding we will free the gang in the arena when the execution is about to start. We're not going to try anything beforehand unless we discover um, compelling capabilities in the next time period. That that sounds reasonable to me. Yeah. Right. I will mark that XP then. Yep, it is everybody mark XP for that. Yay! All right. Sweet, sweet XPs. Lift drink. Oh, I don't have a drink. Oh, Uh-oh. me either. Oh, man. I should have a drink. Dude, should have a drink. Okay, in that case, uh, who wants to uh, hit up another contact, and does anybody want to tag team someone? Well, so I'm thinking if we want to do Maximal Chaos um, Escape, uh, I'm willing to bet that the green barks are going to be released unarmed into that arena so we're going to need more gear sounds solid um, also possibly a ladder a ladder yeah. is probably too big a mundane item to be in my adventuring kit yeah you're you're definitely if you're if you're aiming for a ladder uh, that is going to be something you have to acquire on site because nobody's going to let you in with one a rope ladder yeah a rope ladder would be arrangeable. At the same time, it is a ten-foot wall, and you're yeah. seven feet tall. Yeah, but I might be having to fight a sapling. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> a rope ladder would be useful. Uh, we can think of a rope ladder as a thing that you could get a gear for, okay. uh, if you so wished, or you could spend a gear on. Okay. Um, okay. And that that I don't way, think we've I don't think we've earned any gear from any of our contacts. I think we've done lore so far. Um, uh, that's true, and I would also like to point out that you owe somebody 20 coin, and you have no way to generate coin. Oh, Only... yeah, I will totally ask my my friends here, uh, so how do, 
how do we get money? That's a thing. Is 20, is 20 coins a lot of money? 20 coins is not, hey guys, 20 coins is not an insignificant sum of money. That's a really, like, outlandishly nice meal, for example, or like a feast. Um, but also, Isold and Kaya, you both have access to the Noblesse Oblige move, which will allow you to demand money or services from people. Right. Because I can essentially you call in your credit. I can run, I can make a research grant. Write up a research grant. I could grant. easily remind Sir Edvard that he owes me for that time when I loaned him money. Um, that is also entirely true. You could get it from Edvard. There is also a, a banker in town. Uh-huh. So. Ah. Um, all right, Reed. We can probably cover at least some of it for now. Uh, all right, time to go to the banker and make a withdrawal from 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 the from the departmental research funds. Yes. Ah, yes. You have that grant. I remember. <laughs> you told me all about the weird things you have to do as part of the grant application process. That's weird. Oh, academia. Uh, so, Reed, do you wish to uh, go with uh, Isold to see Ronnie Wren at Sir Ronnie Wren of the Order of Wait? Is that kind of in the direction of the beyond again? Because I think I might want to try and get some gear and help from folks there. Uh, yes, that is somebody who has been hanging out at the beyond. Okay. I think I might stay here and see if I can... Um... Actually, no, I need to get some weight first if I'm going to... I was going to try to get some some gear from the soldiers. Uh, remember that Noblesse Oblige allows you to to demand gear and services from anyone who might owe it to you. Since you are a no- noble of this land, you could go to the Master at Arms and say, Hey, uh, it's on my family's tab, essentially. Please, uh, I- I'm looking for some gear. Uh, so anyone who can provide military gear, you could make that demand of. It's less likely to work on criminals than it is to work on uh, military because of your station. Ah, right. So I'll go ask Sir Otso for some gear so that we can have spares for the Greenbark gang. And I might even ask him. Yeah, I have an idea. Um, I might ask him for to hold a ladder of the rope variety to be our backup. I know you can't enter the the um, the ring the ring when we make this attempt, but because that would unless of course Scarlet proves her unworthiness, as Baron Nyland has told me, um, she she would not be taking any action unless Scarlet proved that she was no longer worthy of her charge. Um, so but- that's that's a scene with Sir Otso because you've actually opened up an enormous can of worms in that declaration there, and so I want to. Uh, <laughs> Okay. I want to move and uh, give Impediment and Professor Isold an opportunity to do things. Yes, uh, I have certainly had lots of opportunities already, so. Uh, so so sure. you will get that. You will get a, a second encounter with Sir Otso uh, as soon as uh, Reed and Isold. So as you go to the beyond, uh, you can see that the beer garden is set up again. You can see that uh, once again, Crenshaw Wild and his mercenaries have... Uh, set up at one side and have, are actually kind of like practicing in the yard beyond the, the beer garden and then uh, 
leaping back across the fence and drinking to their heart's content and then going and fighting more outside because that's the kind of guys they are. Ugh. Uh, and you can see uh, Ronnie Wren, uh, the Knight of the Order of Weight, is seated at a table uh, sort of on the far west side, as close to the road and the tents as he can be while still being at the Beyond's beer garden. And he's got his weights out, and he's got his balance, uh, his scale, rather. And uh, he is just kind of doing business with people who pass by. You know, he's got a, a big, heavy-looking safe to uh, next to him. He's got a really threatening-looking sword just set down, set right there on the table. Um, he won't have to draw it if any kind of trouble happens. Uh, he's a, a slight bookish looking fellow i mean he even actually has uh uh like a, a monocle like looking glass to to look through its stuff uh uh and he keeps a, a large ledger and you can see that he's got ink stained hands he's not wearing gloves right now because he's he's doing work on his ledger uh what do you do well this old will walk right up i suppose that's that's a good way to do it and say good sir of the order of weight Hi, Professor Isold Eis- Heisenberg of the... Dif- uh, a professor, you say? Yes, uh, you must be from the university, then. That's uh, right. What what business uh, do you have with the order of weight? I would like to make a withdrawal from the, re- the General Research and Operations Fund for the Department uh, of Tactical and Ethnographic Studies. Uh, let me see, let me see here. I've got... Uh, he starts flipping through. Tactical and ethnographic or ethnographic and tactical? Tactical and ethnographic. Ah, yes. It's not that there's there's one of each. It's just that I always seem to, to write these down wrong. I, uh... Somebody stumbles into a table nearby and his hand, like, launches to his sword and he looks around briefly. And then he returns to normal like just nothing happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah, let me see. It, it looks like you've got, uh... They've got some credit lined up. Uh, oh, Gene Arquebus did not take it all. That's a that's a surprise. Ah, uh, Gene Arquebus. Yeah, I actually saw a play about her when I was in Mustanenfell. Yeah. yeah, she's a real adventurer. I didn't realize. Do you, do you work with her? No. Oh. <laughs> okay then. Uh, sure. Uh, do me a. I was gonna say a credit check roll, and that's not right. <laughs> Uh, give me a, give me a noblesse oblige. Roll my... Uh, roll plus cha. My banking. My actuarial chart roll. Okay. Plus one, so that's... What'd you roll? Ten. Ten total. Oh, that's great. You get what, you get what you want without obligation or trouble. Uh, so he's like, all right, uh, it looks like you've got a, a standard dull for, for, for research that should be available. I'll have to send a messenger out to make certain that all... Everything's good and proper, but uh, I'll take this down for... Uh, do you have... Uh, you say you're Isold Heisenberg. Do you have a, a, a seal or a, a symbol from the university real quick for me? And you you do actually carry some form of ID. It's not specific to you, but it's for the tactical and ethnographic studies department. That's right. This I have this, this signet ring that identifies me as an assistant adjunct professor of the Department of Tactical and Ethnographic Studies. Oh, that is a Do mouthful. Do you have a class ring? I mean... Is that what that is? Kind of. 
<laughs> Giving Reed some uh, side if- eye. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get a better one if I if I get prom- if I get promoted if I make tenure if I. Well, nice jewelry is nice to have. Jewelry that gets you money sounds even better. If you uh, could, Professor, he blows like a white powder onto the sheet that he's working on. Could you just uh, touch your ring right there? Touch the seal to the paper in that that area over there. Okay. Boop the paper. Boop. Uh, there's a, a brief white flash, and then the uh, the mark is the the mark of your signet ring is inscribed onto the onto the text. Ooh, alchemical. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's pretty nifty. It keeps us a lot of trouble of actually having to try to illustrate all the weird forms of identification you people keep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he takes out a uh, hundred coin uh, in various denominations. Uh, they are like, uh, they're almost like the the I think they were called Rio, uh, the Japanese uh, currency that could be put the strings could be taken through them, uh, and so he basically just gives you a length of string with these coins on it. Uh, threaded between it. There you go. It's uh, that'll be a hundred weight. I gotta do this right. He sets it on his balance. He puts a couple of weights on the other side. Yeah. Okay. But what? Huh? Huzzah! That's weird. Now, uh, don't spend it all in one place. Uh, what are you? Uh, I probably in won't. town for, Professor. Continuing an investigation, uh, part in partnership with the local druids, the nature of oh. The Iron Immortals. Ooh, that sounds that sounds like an adventure. I mean, of course, everybody wants to know about them, but if that were a play, I'm certain it would get... Pageant wagons across the Empire would be telling that story. Oh, let me tell you, Sir Knight, it is quite the weighty undertaking. Uh, 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 I'm sure he doesn't get that all the time. No, never. <laughs> oh... <laughs> so, uh, you're traveling with, uh, the Lady Impediment here. I wave hi. Hi. It's been a lot of talk uh, about you. Not many people call me Lady. I, that, I like the sound of that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad you do. Work it, Reed. <laughs> Tell me, uh, Impediment, you're a, you look like a, a tough, dangerous fighter. Do you, uh, are you for hire? I, uh, I think I'm technically on a job right now. Oh. I look at Isolde. Are we technically still on a job right now? Eh, I mean, I won't begrudge you if you want to take some occupation on the side, but we do have things to do. There's, there is money in it for you. Uh, I understand that you, you, you're a busy gal, but, uh. Just a bit. Wild and his gang turned me down, and, uh, there's something I need done. Well, there are some things I need done, too. Maybe we can come to an agreement. Yeah, maybe we- maybe we can. What do you need getting done? I- I just look at him like, oh, really? No, no, no. I'm, uh, I- I need to know what kind of help you're hoping for. Well, you don't really look like the fighting sort, so probably, uh... Someone who's got a better means of getting equipment than I do in this town? Well then, uh, give me a call and a favor, and Isold can help. Ooh. What do I roll for that? Plus cha? Plus cha. 
And I'm, I'm not really doing any of my appetites, so that's just, just normal. Oh, fuck me. How bad it's, how bad that, is that? Snake uh, eyes. Snake eyes? Wow, that's, that's terrible. That's, that's gonna be real bad. Well, yeah. So, uh, here's what he's gonna do. Uh, okay. You two. You're new in town, so I know that you aren't the ones up to this, and I don't know who to trust. I've been told to get out of town. Baron Nyland won't let me into the fortress. Now, that's a little strange, but people are quirky out here on the frontier. I got this letter. He slides a piece of paper across, and it contains... It's a—it's uh, essentially just a straight-up threat that's like, get out of town, or you're, you're going to find yourself six feet under. And it's got a seal on it that none of you recognize. It's like a... It's a signature. It's it's hand drawn. It's not somebody that's not something that somebody stamped, but uh, it's uh, it looks like a, a circle with a with an X through it. Hmm. Huh. That's um, weird. And you may have seen it before. Actually, let me say you're streetwise characters, and you have a random chance of knowing things. Oh. Oh, you oh. want to spout lore oh, on should that? Should I be spout loring? Should I be criminally spouting lore on that? Yeah. If either of you think that you uh, are in touch enough with the criminal underworld to spout lore on that, you may. Uh, sure, that's gonna go well. Why don't I help? Yeah. After all, I do have, um, I have this book here on the, uh, ethnography of the criminal underclass. I... Oh my god, the book use, I forgot. Yes. I don't even have that on my macros because I have such a bad int. Uh, so please give me a roll plus bond, Bob. Roll plus bond. Right. Is old rather. Is old. Do I add the book? Uh, you don't add the book. Uh sure. Why not? You add the book. Well, uh, that's another fail. So that's... holy shit! Mark XP. Yeah. Did you mark XP for get, the other get one? Get your two XP. Uh. All right. So along with bond in the book, that puts me up to eight. Uh. Okay. So some bad things have happened. Mm, yeah. Some bad things have happened. Let me uh, just uh, real quick. I'll check off a uh, use of, a of book. <laughs> how, how bad is bad, Trick? Uh, bad thing has happened. <sighs> do, 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 do. There you go. Uh, as you two, both of you, like, sort of compare notes on this sigil. And yeah. uh, for a moment there... Professor Isold, you actually think you've you found it in one of these books, one of these like arcane academic tomes on what they think criminals are like. Oh my it's, god! Uh, and so you actually like lift up the sheet and you put it alongside it, and it's just like, ah, no, it's not quite right. This is actually like a cross through an oval, like a like the Holy Egg or something. No, nah, that's not it. That's not you're not being attacked by the Church of the Holy Egg. Um, Christ, which is I guess now going to be a thing or a thing that academics believe. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Church of the Holy Egg. <laughs> Church of the Holy Egg. Uh, so, and you think, you just catch from sort of the corner of your eye that people have noticed that you were helping him. That you were looking at this sheet. Look, I don't, I don't know what kind of trouble I've gotten into. This whole town is crazy to me. And I'm really worried that whoever sent this note is going to do something real bad. But it's not like I'm going to leave here. I'm the only waitsman in town. What I need is somebody to to track down who it is that sent this. To to, to shake some trees and see what falls out. Uh, 
but that's 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 not my temperament. That's not what I do, and it's it's likely to get me killed unless I I stay in public places. That's why I'm always at the Beyond. If I could range about the town more, I'd I'd, I'd feel a lot safer. That is kind of yeah. rough. Sounds like you really should leave. <sighs> uh, are you trying to convince him to leave? I mean, just as a ha- a, a friendly piece of advice. Uh, I was like, if if you seriously want to try to like actually convince him to go, you could actually uh, roll a defy danger chaw uh, to try to convince him to get out. No, I'm not seriously committed to it. Just you know, okay. off the off the top of the dome, spitballing there. Just thinking, you know, you would leave if that were you. Yeah, if I were you, I would leave. I mean, uh, you need to have a waitsman here, but that's. More the problem of the settlement than, I think, frankly, what what seems to be a. I wonder if I wonder if it's personal or if it's because you're a waitsman. You know, if you were to tell me that, if you could find that out from Baron Nyland, there'd be money in it for you. That's worth money to me. Just the answer to just that question. That question itself would be worth some money to me. That'll hmm. de- that that could determine whether I decide to stay or not. Huh. Uh, I may be a little busy today, but I'll keep that in mind. All right. For All right, obvious don't get yourself, reasons. Yeah, don't get yourself killed in that arena. Uh, I don't think the... Uh, I, I I know that that's what the law is kind of like here. People do whatever they please uh, if they've got the office to do so, but seems an awful way to, to do someone in it. They're criminals. I mean, that's what axes are for. Feeding them to animals, that's... That's that's not an execution. That's personal. So you guys have had this this interaction with Ronnie Wren that has gone so poorly. So poorly. I would like to cut back to Kaya. That seems fair. Kaya. Yes. You were going to take Atso aside and you were going to to hit him up for some pretty specific as you were listing them things regarding gear. Yes. So uh Atso is actually like uh, he's not actually practicing or training right now. He's uh, watching his men work uh, as they practice and, uh, you know, march and stuff, whatever soldiers do when they practice. Uh, but he's actually uh, helping people maintain weapons. And he's got and is he's actually like counting his stores. He's working with his steward and going through the various stuff that they've got. This seems like the perfect opportunity to do this. Uh, what do you do? Okay, well, I'll go up to him and ask him um, admire his weapons. And looks like you've you maintained the weapons for your troops much better than I thought you would have. I've seen some I've seen some people who don't care for the spares. And looks like you do. Uh, I'm not as good at it as uh, my sister, but uh, I do what I can. I like to make certain that everybody here. I am uh, I am the captain of the whole garrison if need be and it gives me faith and it gives the men faith if i if i make certain everything's done all good and proper indeed it looks like you have backups and backups for the backups uh most of this stuff isn't uh weapons this is uh climbing gear things for clearing out trees these axes you wouldn't want to use them in the fight they're top heavy as hell uh or heck or actually none of those things make sense they're, they're, they're top-heavy as pitch, ah, as those people in the desert would say. Uh, so what brings you back? I thought you were uh, you were done uh, showing off for your baron. 
actually, I wanted to get a word with you. I was hoping I could um, ask you a favor. And uh, maybe... I got plenty of favors. Maybe get a chance to to get your... Um, to take some of those... Take some of those weapons off your hands. Um, <laughs> you know my, you know the Wellsmiths are good for it. Oh, they Just are. Some of your they are extra spares. Nothing that would hurt your men, obviously. But I'm sure you've heard the the rumors flying around. They seem to follow me faster than, well, really fast, spooky things in the forest. Um, sure, I could make a list, but I don't feel like it. No, no, listing them is a bad plan because then. Then you start thinking about them. And that's what brings them to you. Yeah, that's what I think happens. A lot of, a lot of the men think that. Oh, well. I'm, I'm not very superstitious, but I've seen it happen too many times. People start talking about, oh, this spooky thing I saw in the woods. And sure enough, next time you go out there, there it is. I never talk about specifics. It's just not safe. You're running on. Your small talks. Uh, your small talks can move in from small to big. Ah. What's the favor you want? And and uh, you you want some wa- items, but that's not. All these things are means to an end. That chops down a tree. That climbs to the top of a cliff. What is the end that your means are bringing you to? Well, have you heard? I'm sure you've heard about the that my companion impediment is dead set against her former gang members being executed this evening. Ap- afternoon and we've talked to the baron and i she and i have kind of come set eye to eye she's got her obligations and i wouldn't ask her to make any um any compromises to her honor and but she's already told me that if scarlet proves herself unworthy of her charge she'll have to step in i was wondering if you would Allow me to help Scarlet prove that unworthiness a little more thoroughly. I don't think she can be trusted further than I could throw her. Look here, lady. You've got to be careful with that kind of talk. Scarlet is pretty popular with those guys over there with all those axes. As she now. They enjoy her entertainment. They enjoy enjoy seeing seeing people die. That doesn't happen too often. Well, that's what she intends to do today. Look, she those was kids were upset. Those kids were criminals before. They were criminals. They were arrested in the university. They are alive because good people allow them to be. Now I don't know what they did to earn Scarlet's ire today, but they've done plenty of shenanigans in the past, and she probably just had enough. Yeah, it's cruel. Yeah, I'll give it that. But cruelty ain't a reason to stop it. No, these kids are getting what's coming to them. I don't think so. I don't think, I think the past is the past. A lot of you look at these men out here, not a one of them doesn't have some sort of past. Maybe not as bad as those kids, but everybody's got something they're not too proud of. Hmm. Yeah, we do at that. I just realized, do they not know Scarlet's a former criminal? Shit. Hmm? 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 Uh... Is that a piece of information you did not share with? I no, I totally, sh- I totally shared that with Kaya and Isold when you guys went. So what's the what's the history between you and this Scarlet Lady? Is 
Scarlet was from one of, in Reed's opinions, meanest rival gangs. Right. I remember this now. Okay. Besides. So you know that. So I know that. Besides, Scarlet, she is worse than they were. It's more like rival gangs putting down their rivals. She's just lording over them. He gestures to the wall. Look at that wall. Look at all that nice, solid wood. The forest decided to come get us. That wood wouldn't stop them for nothing. But they can't break that wall. So yeah, Scarlet did bad things in the past, but she learned to be useful. And you don't think the Greenbark kids can learn to be useful? Eh, no one's broken them yet. Scarlet there, she's housebroken. <laughs> but, uh... Broke them into being useful. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying, oh, if you can't man. break somebody, it means they're tough. Uh, maybe. Alright, anyway. so wait, that's, uh, you think you're going to make use of those kids, right? It's possible. I hope so. That I'd like to see. So, uh, give me a call and a favor. Okay. No Angus this time. Lovely. You didn't roll worse than I did. I did not. Oh, sweet mercy. What did you roll? A six. That is, that is still super bad. Yeah. Uh, that is, uh, really bad. Are we sure Angus isn't around? (laughs) I mean, he wasn't. You were you were you were locked in mid conversation there. I was. I was. I should have had Angus in there. I need you, cat. You're the most important thing. You need that I, that itty bitty pretty kitty power. I do. <sighs> that sure looks like a a bad thing. Big clock going. The, oh what? no. Two? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I was trying to get supplies. Here's the thing. He actually still gives you some gear. So oh. mark that you've gotten a gear. Okay. But, uh... That's better than my fail. Congratulations. Yeah. He just gives you, uh... He gives you that warning again of... Scarlet's done a lot for this community. I don't know what her beef between the green barks and her are. I don't, I don't understand it, but... You gotta be sure that we owe her our lives. And, uh, there are going to be a lot of people that jump to her defense if she's in trouble. That's good to know. It's important to okay. know. Who has your back? Hey, take care of yourself. Watch your back. I will. I hope you're not behind it. <laughs> ah, me? Ah. Okay. Okay. That went well. Yeah. The series of abysmal rolls. Yeah, Yay, you guys... XP. Whee! Oh, yeah, you... Mark we, XP, congratulations. We, we wanted that XP really lots. Not. Uh, so y'all have entered into the early afternoon. Uh, you, uh, impediment, you have your 20 coin if you want to go and independent of doing anything else, just pay off. You could, assuming that Izzled will give you 20 coin, which I'm certain, relatively certain that would happen, you can go and pay your debt to, uh, without to, oh shoot, to Able Public without taking up a time slot. That's, you can swing by and give them a coin. Uh, if you so wish. Um, but you're in your last sort of preparation phase. There isn't going to be much that you can get up to. Now, you don't have to exclusively hit up contacts during these kinds of actions. If you wanted to do something more elaborate, just say so and 
Well, we can, we can so do I'm it. having some elaborate thoughts. Um, you bring up paying off uh, Able Public and that. Oh, I'm popping my mic a little bit. Let me move that back. Um, and I think I'd love to do that. And maybe if Isold's willing to give me some more of that coin uh, put into the bidding for the gambling pool that Able Public's got going on. Because I bet the odds are pretty pretty stacked against the Greenbarks all getting out of that pit alive. So if I if we do pull this off, we're gonna make lots of money. If you say so. Handing over coins. <laughs> Reed doesn't know how to calculate risk and odds. <laughs> here's here's five coin. Go knock yourself out. Sure. Have some fun sure. with it. That's some that's some. That's some fun money, but we need to. Yeah. Uh, so able public, uh, a you give your you give. It takes twenty coin to pay off your debt to him with your additional five coin. Uh, he gives you twenty to one odds against that you uh, that all of the Greenbark gang get out alive. That means you will get a hundred coins out of this if you actually save everyone, and you will get no coins out of this exchange if anyone dies. Yeah, that's fair. Reed doesn't feel like she deserves any coins if anyone dies, so that's fair. That's great. That's good. That's good. Like, if anyone dies, she'll wish it was her, so who cares about money then? The other weird thought I was having, I was remembering back to the weird dreams Isold and Kaya had. Yeah. One of them was about how those doors worked, and then the other one was about there are holes in the bottom of the pit? I would love to find out what the heck that was about. How would you like to go about finding that out? You could go there directly, but, um, I mean, it is technically open, but somebody seeing the Greenbark gang poking around there would definitely call attention to it. It's uh, true. You could also ask someone who you think is close to the organization, either by us inventing one of the guards, or by probably hitting up Olaf, or... Actually oh, talking to Scarlet and taunting her if you felt like it. Huh. Huh. She is on the list. Oh, Lord. Hmm. I don't... Do you want me to help? I mean, it didn't matter uh, last time, but I can still help. I, I I love having your help, Isold. Uh, I feel like if I can't handle a problem, probably you can. Uh. Yeah, we make a great team. Yeah. Um, I'll lurk in the background. <laughs> firing <Lurk>. arrows down. <laughs> Not <laughs> firing so, arrows. That was so funny. Yes. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any instinct on uh, whether we should get in Scarlet's face or rough up her gang members? Either one is going to, you know only serve to confirm what she already knows. Um, Do we think that the information is going to be useful enough and acquirable enough? I don't think Scarlet's going to give anything away, but I guess it's possible that Olaf might. Not striking me as the brightest fella. Is that that because his name's Olaf? Do you expect his brain to be made of ice that melts? No, it's because of how he approached you when we were walking in. He just kind of seemed like a little bit lacking in social graces. Sorry, Reed. 
I don't see what you got to be sorry for there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good. Glad you don't. <laughs> we each of us have our graces. Yes, Isolde, we know. You and your graces. Uh, so, while Isolde and Reed, uh, do you have a... Do, do you want to to rough someone up? Do you want to ask for help from someone at, at, we could, at random? We could do you want to launch cop, an expedition? Bad cop, Olaf. Do you, how, how do you do want, you want go a good ba- cop, bad cop? Sure. I mean, uh, remind me, who's Olaf again? Uh, he's just the only one of her gang members that we have named at the moment. Oh, okay. Uh, he is the curious stranger slash traitor that approached you guys when you came into town and started asking probing questions. And then uh, an hour or so later, nailed up the signs announcing the execution of the Greenbark gang. It's all a trap. Yes. It is almost certainly all a trap. Yeah, that's the problem. We don't want to tip off Scarlet as to what we're doing. Then again, we could. I wonder if we could feed him false well, information. I mean, we could try and sneak in again. I wonder if the Baron knows anything about those holes in the ground. We could try feeding uh, Olaf false intel. You could. You should do that. The Baron may know something about those holes in the ground if you want to track that up yourself. Uh, yeah, that's something Kaya and Angus could do. Yep. Uh, Alright, Isold and Reed. Uh, finding Olaf is actually pretty easy. Is he just creeping after us? Uh, no. He actually uh, comes into the pub and uh, orders like has come in to take a late lunch and he looks like he's like clearly dirty like he's he's been he is a a much more dust covered and bedraggled form of his former self um probably due to them preparing for the um festivities i guess would be the best term for that uh, oh. and so he's just actually seated at the bar and he hasn't taken much in other than that he's gotten his you know bowl of stew the the delightful stew is drinking a beer. I'm going to gesture for Isold to, uh, we're going to come up on each side of him. Uh, and I'm just going to slide into a chair next to him and go, Olaf, funny, uh, I couldn't find you last night. Uh, we never got to have that chat. Oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, uh, uh You look um... tired. Have you been up to something? Oh, golly, you're right. I, I just am very tired. Let me, uh, and he turns to, like, you're to his left. He turns to his right and sees that, uh, Isold is there. And just sort of, like, knuckles down and, like, hunches a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been real busy. Uh, how, how have, uh, oh, God. How have you been? <laughs> Wait, am I the bad cop in this scenario? Or are you the bad cop? I don't. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do good. We aren't. We haven't practiced very well at good cop, bad cop. That's okay. I can brute force the solution. Out pops the charm person. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yes. yes. I yes. forgot you had that. Because Isol so is panicking right now. She doesn't know which cop she's supposed to be. <laughs> Uh, please give me a cast a spell roll. Oh my god. Oh. Well, that's a seven. Okay. So, uh, oh, dear. I'm going to forget um, I'm gonna forget that spell. 
Okay, so you you spritz the last spritz from your spritzing uh, atomizer. Yes. Uh, on onto him, and he's like, "Oh, oh, uh, hi there. Hello, friend. <laughs> Hello. Uh, have we have we been introduced? Not formally, but I'm. Sh- I am Olaf Olafson, and you are Professor Isolt Heisenberg. A professor." That sounds important. Well, assistant adjunct professor, but still professor. Olaf. Oh, all those all those big words. Olaf. Yeah, that does sound important. We have got a lot to discuss. Olaf. Oh, oh, oh do you? Uh I I would love to discuss things between uh me and my friends. Uh friend, uh that's uh is this a, a friend of yours? Uh, Miss Reed, if you'll please excuse us. I have to talk to my friend, uh, Professor Heisenberg here. My friend, Professor Heisenberg. That's right. No, no, no. You see, Reed's Reed... gonna look put out, <laughs> but wave him to talk with his new lady friend. Are you actually gonna get up and leave, or are you just gonna stay seated there? I'm gonna, I'll like, silently mouth, no, seat. no, don't leave. <laughs> don't leave me with this guy. No, no, no don't okay. Don't. <laughs> so he looks there. away to be looking at Reed to see if she goes, and when she doesn't, he looks back, and, and in that time period, it's like you're making your hand motions while he's looking that way, and then Reed's making hand motions as he's looking back. So you're just signaling every time you see the back of his head? Yeah, yeah basically. Reed will, Reed will shrug and stay where she's seated. So uh, how can I uh, help such a, 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 a friend? Well... We want to know more about Scarlet. Oh, Miss Scarlet, she does. She doesn't like people. Uh, I mean, she likes people talking about her, but she doesn't like people talking about her. If you, if if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, but we may be. And I look over at Reed and wink. Interested in joining her operation, and well, you see. You know, Scarlet has a thing against the Green Park gang. Yeah, wait, no, hold on, hold on there, you, mm-hmm, hold on there, fella, uh, lady. Uh, you, uh, you, you both want to join the gang? When Olaf's head is away from Reed after that statement, like, Reed gives Isold this big eye, no, you didn't look. Like, I, you want me to, f- uh. Shaking the head, shaking the head, like... And wink, try to wink at Reed. Yeah, yeah. So when Olaf, spluttering, shocked to hear that Reed would want to join the gang, I'm assuming is what he's spluttering about. What in sky and stone did you? Why? Why would you turn on your on your gang? She is clearly stifling emotions right now, but she manages to grit out this question. How do you think I got out of prison and they didn't? Nice oh, play. Nice play. Sitting under my breath. Damn, that is... <sighs> she's she's dying inside right Sorry, now. Sorry, I had to that do this. That is cold. That is, a, that is a cold-hearted thing to do, lady. That's that's dark. Because I, I heard you Greenbarks were like family. He scoots over in his chair a bit, like giving you even more room. That's... <gasps> That's ice cold. I turn his head towards me and say, let's just say that Reed here has found a new family. 
Now, oh, I can see why she'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. We would like to be in the know, if you know what I mean, about what's going down. Oh, yeah. Tonight. Well, okay. So, uh, you might, you might be, oh gosh, someone, uh, someone willing, that's, that's special, okay. Now look, you know that the Greenbark blood is different from, from other people, right? So I've heard. Yeah, Greenbark blood, we haven't tried it out yet, but, uh, the little fellas, the, the guys beneath the arena, they, uh, they like normal blood just good, but we think that they might... Really like some greenbark blood. The little fellas? Yeah, they're, uh, oh gosh. How to say this? You ever been to a, you ever been to a well? To an iron well? They're all becoming the same criminal. Yeah. So you know they've got those, those worms at every, at all the wells, right? So, uh. Well, mostly. So if they, uh, if they run out of food, if you, if you take one away from home or, or something, they get real sick. They they fall into a torpor. They fall asleep. They uh, they eat whatever it is that they eat out of the iron water. But uh, if you do it just right, you can get them to eat something a little meatier. Get some uh, get some blood in them. And you do it right, and they wake right up. And then they're special after that. Scarlet's got to find out what it is that makes the the green bark blood special. And it seems to only work if people are comes out active like she bought some off of Venamo, but it didn't it didn't work right seems that the people gotta be it's gotta be fresh real fresh Reed is having a great deal of difficulty keeping a dumbfounded shocked and appalled look off of her face right now uh in that case would you be so kind as to give me a defy danger chaw that is an eight uh an eight's good you, you stumble you hesitate or you flinch um hey Pediment, you all right? I thought you uh, thought you were ice cold. I thought you had the stomach for this kind of thing. Oh, come now. She, you just told her that she might be a victim of Scarlet's desire for fresh blood. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's no good there. All right. All right. All right. I like this. I like this. And what is it? Uh, what is it that you do, uh, Professor? Reads read. I mean, look at her. But, uh. <laughs> You, uh... I do look at her. What is it uh, you do with your, your 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 fancy robes and your strange pouches and uh, some sort of a uh, university druid? You could say that. I have an interest in understanding many of the secrets of the world. I'm ta- I take it that Scarlet has some curiosity as well. That she does. She, uh... She could like you. She's, uh... She's an alchemist in her own right. So uh, I've gathered. She doesn't get many time to compare notes. Uh, she and the Brotherhood, they don't, uh, they don't get along all that well. Where does she have her laboratory? Oh, <laughs> uh, she keeps that up in, uh, up in her quarters, actually. She works out of the house. Although, uh, she does a bunch down in the, in the catacombs, too. Uh, she's got, uh, she's got a real interest in that. One should not uh, cook where one sleeps. Hmm. Yeah, I'll tell her that. Oh, well... Water hmm? under the bridge. But you said that um, these little guys, they like being fed blood, these worms. How are they? Yeah, fresh blood. How are they being stored down there? 
they uh they kind of got the run of the place down in the cavern. Uh, is there an there's just a iron well down there? Oh, oh, you don't know. We're new in town. Uh, give me a, a b- uh, Professor Isold. Would you be so kind as to give me a Defy Danger Chaw? Does he get any pluses since the guy's charmed? Uh, you're only getting this because the guy's charmed. Oh dear. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, oh, that's a to- total of eleven. Hey, total of eleven. All right. All right. So, uh, most people don't know about this, but right beneath the the bailey, the bailey is built on top of an iron well. The iron well's dry, you see. It's got a bottom, and there's no water in it. But we know what it is, because what remains of that that statue was there. But we, uh, we're gonna... (laughs) uh, We found a tunnel that connects. We're gonna break in. Check out that well. Well, Everybody's throwing their little party up top. We're going to be taking a look-see downstairs. Oh, wow. That is quite clever. I bet you guys could be real helpful in that. Everyone here... I'm sure we could. Well, we don't want to press our luck too much with Scarlet. After all, we may be interested in working with her, but I doubt she'll trust us so readily. She doesn't understand us the way you do, Olaf. No, certainly not. Okay, I uh, I could get you guys a purse. You know, for doing a service for us. If you want to go be on the other side of that wall and make certain that, that nobody's giving us uh, trouble when we bust through. Uh, Are you, you guys is, agree to do that, there'd is, be money in it for you. Is is, is old, like telepathically conveying any of this? Yes, I think uh, I'll, I'll, I'll signal in and I'll make sure to mention to, to Kaya uh, about the well and about the uh, about the plan and how we're, um, we're going to... We're working over Olaf... Yeah, Kaya is going to say back, "Oh, oh, let's let's find out what it is and and help them. By help them, I mean help them to have Baron Nyland waiting right there for them." So I'd like to cut right now, real okay. quick. Okay, <laughs> to Kaya. Yes, <laughs> Kaya, you were gonna hit up Baron Nyland to find out what you can about the the menagerie and its construction yeah. and that kind of stuff. She offered a tour. Uh, and she is giving you a lovely tour of the grounds, as well as, if you would like, she can give you a tour of the menagerie. Yes, indeed. Not the underground, but the above-ground stuff. Yes, of course, not the underground, the above-ground stuff. Okay, so you're, uh, you're, you're walking the sort of peri- the interior perimeter of the, of the menagerie, and you see that a bunch of, like, uh, hand people and guards are helping to make certain that the chairs are all in order, the risers that are there for the audience to view the fights. Um, and you notice that uh, the guards who are closest to the pit have on necklaces uh, made of some sort of leather string with a single red stone right in the center of the chest. But these are only the ones who are actually in the pit or uh, appear to be sort of richer. These these appear to be like the leaders of the guards. You see that and... Uh, Baron Nyland's going on about sort of just the, the that they decided to settle here because it was a place of some significance to uh, to her family. Her family, she says, used to actually be out here. Um, the 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 ancestors of the Nyland family. Uh, so uh, so I've heard. Wait, shit! What does she sound like? She's very careful. I have heard some rumors that. Uh, you're getting some help for your little uh, breakout. Is mm. that right? Well, 
it wouldn't be wise to do these things all on our lonesome, nor would it be wise to talk about them too assiduously, especially right here in the menagerie. She's uh she's keeping an eye out around and uh she uh says, What do you need to know about here? I know everything there is to know about how this place got built and dug. Indeed. And no one will think something strange is happening, if that's what I'm telling you. I would love to know. What what are those what are those holes in the in the ground there? On the ground. So those are weird. When we were first digging this place up, we found a series of caves. That's actually the first one that we broke into. Uh, we were digging the pit. A bunch of this pit is actually uh, artificial. It We put it together uh, with uh, planks and uh, boards where we found a cavern entrance when we were digging it. And uh, those parts, uh, reinforced certainly, are uh, what the, the holes go into. There's just a Deep pit down there. I think that Scarlet, uh, she uh, uses them to drain the blood out of the place during the fights. It's not normally that messy, and honestly, we mostly mop it up. But uh, but she insists on them being there, says they're important. But uh, as far as I know, the caves are just the caves. They range all over Harris Reka. They, uh, there's some that I think even extend uh, towards the woods and into the distance. It's quite a network. Oh, wow. They're interconnected. So... Do you think things that are in the you don't you're not concerned about things coming from the woods through the caves, are you? Well, I know that Scarlet has set up a bunch of uh, traps downstairs to stop woodland creatures, but uh, it could be a concern. They don't have many means of ingress. Uh, the, the basement of the Bailey is sealed up tight, and. Honestly, I trust I, I, I trust Scarlet to make certain that her people don't get eaten and that her creatures don't wander off. Wow. Uh, they do seem to So they some... could they could get in, but I imagine they'd meet quite a lot of resistance. Hmm. Well, that's good. I would hate for innocent people to get slaughtered by beasts. Yeah, I think we're all concerned about that. Uh, that's, everybody seems to be fascinated with blood around here. Scarlet, Brother Venamo. Blood, blood, blood. I've honestly wondered if it had to do with the production of the redstone. We didn't get any... So when Scarlet came to us, she only had a dozen or so redstone. But after we had this menagerie here for a while, she uh, she was able to make more. Lots more, as mm. you can see. Yeah, there is a My, lot of uh, I'm surprised. It seems like her guards all have those... Redstone necklaces protecting them. I'm surprised you don't have one. I insist on not using it. Oh. Doesn't doesn't make you comfortable. It's more... I think it's cowardly to have it. Mm. To have it on a person. I can understand it around the fort, or at the beyond, or on the walls. Those protect people. But protecting a person, just one person, that seems like such a waste. Hmm. But, uh, you could put it to good use, right? Yeah. I think that sometimes a person can be one of the most important things to protect. Aw, you do like me. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the deal for you. Scarlet's really important. 
to my operation. I can't. Your girl, Reed, she's probably going to start a big ruckus. She's going to take a shot at Scarlet because I would. And I think anybody would in her position. I want you to make certain that Scarlet's alive at the end of the day. Ooh. That's... That's the cost of having that necklace. Well, I understand. I don't know how much good she would do you. Hmm. I, I can... I can't make any the in a, in a in a fight. You never can know what will happen. But I I understand where you're coming from. I understand that she's providing you with these safeties and assurances. I do I do fear that you're putting an awful lot of trust into a criminal. But <laughs> that's your your choice, your your decision. I'm not going to question any more than I've already have. Desperate times make criminals of all of us. Indeed. I think uh, King Latonin over in Mastanenfels called me a criminal more than once. Almost certainly. Yeah. I trust Scarlet to watch her own back, as long as she isn't being stalked by a seven-foot menace. <laughs> well, I don't know what would happen if I tried to get between Reed and Scarlet. That does not sound like a, a proposition that ends with me alive. Um, I thought you were closer than that. Hmm. I'm not as close to Scarlet. I'm not as close to Reed as her as her gang. I thought I. Hmm. I certainly could can give it a try, but it's probably going to have to be more subtle than outright defiance. I will do my best, but I think it's going to depend on how quickly we can get her under her out of the out of play. I think I can probably, I think I can probably convince her, Reed, not to strike down someone who's, you know, tied up. So, which is Angus doing? Is Angus playing cute so that you can better charm Baron Nyland, or is Angus uh, searching for subtly searching for things around this menagerie? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think because. As much as I would love for Angus to be subtly searching for things around the menagerie, because Kaya knows she is not very charming and that she needs to be charming, Angus is being cute. So, uh, Baron Nyland is actually petting Angus as you walk, as Angus has been just rubbing up against her leg like cats do, but like a big cat, and Nyland seems to like this. Is pretty fond of uh, the experience, I guess. So, uh, give me a call in a favor on Baron Nyland to see if you can get this, uh, what you can get out of her. That's a ten. Yeah, nice. That's real good. Um, so you get your pick of either gear or lore, because she can provide both. Uh, she promises to send you a runner to get you the, uh, the, the redstone necklace. And, uh, she, she's gonna get that to you. Okay. Um, so, and your, your word that you'll do your best. Yeah, my word. That's enough. That's the Wellsmythe name. And that's, that's worth a lot where I come from. Well, I appreciate that. My word is only, like I said, it's mostly dependent on how quickly we can get Scarlet under wraps. That's going to be the trick. And I certainly do my best, but I'm not going to, if, if she's standing and attacking or menacing, I don't know if the 
You haven't seen Reed when she's angry yet. You won't like it. There's a reason <laughs> she's called impediment. But I, I will, I will do my best to get Scarlet under wraps as quickly as possible. Okay. Good. Good. We cut back to the beyond, where uh, Olaf is sitting between the two of you and uh, has been discussing uh, blood and blood-eating creatures. God, it's so creepy. Um... Kaya really wants you guys to agree so that she can tell Baron Nyland and lay a trap for Scarlet. Now, you understand, Olaf. The only way this is going to work is if we're able to show to Scarlet that we can be trusted. She can't know about... She can't know about this beforehand. Oh, I don't... Scarlet doesn't like surprises. I mean, if I told her that I'd, I'd gotten some people to make certain that the, uh, that the, uh, the well is clear, I mean, she'd like that. She hasn't been able to get someone on the inside. That's right. You can tell her you've got some people on the inside, but you can't tell her who. I mean, she might put it together, but I'm friends with, uh, with good news and the, uh, the other lady there. Aww. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I could, it might not be clear. Might think I'm, uh, brushing up, uh, rubbing elbows with the servants. So we can trust you, then, that our, Absolutely. our names are going to be outside of this. Because she hears, she hears Reed's oh, name. She might, she might... She'll start seeing red. Oh, oh, God, you're, you're killing me, Reed. You're killing me. <laughs> I assure you, I'm not doing that. You'd know. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, I guess, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd know. Would it make you feel more comfortable if it was just me? Yes, let me get you a drink. Uh, uh, Olaf attempts to butter you up with drinks. Christ. <laughs> uh, but he, but he does actually have to get back to, uh, preparing the menagerie for murder. Did he say when, uh, Scarlet's planning this break-in? When everyone's distracted. Oh yeah, as soon as those green barks are let loose, she's uh, she's we're going in. Oh, simultaneous with the fight. Yes. Oh, you need to let. Oh. That is a clever, a, cle- a clever ruse and stratagem. It's interesting. Indeed. Reed is definitely making eyes at Isold, trying to imagine what the telepathy must be like. <laughs> going, just. Mm, need to word with the mm. well I think we have an understanding Olaf absolutely this is gonna this is gonna be great now you shouldn't be seen with us too much in public <gasps> oh no absolutely not I'll I'll see you in uh, private later yeah I'd like that <laughs> uh, he uh, gets up <laughs> Downs the rest of his stew, takes the. I'll, I'll, I'll bring your bug, your mug back, Mister Public. Takes his mug away and and runs off. Turn to read. Well, you're gonna tell Kaya to tell the, right? Oh yeah, I've told her about the plan. Do we smash cut to Kaya in the middle of her conversation with the baron having this news dropped on her <laughs> uh kaya you and the baron are returning to the bailey manor house uh up on the mott okay and you're climbing those stairs and that's when you get the bomb dropped all right that they're gonna break in during the fight okay i'm going to stop 
with one foot in the air and slowly, like, as if startled, and slowly lower it and stand uh, half on one step, half on another, and regard the Bailey with a look of surprise and consternation and look at the Baron and... Mm. Well, that's Miss Wellsmith, are are you okay? Um, hmm, <laughs> Do you have a fever? Do you need to see the the druids? No, I think it might be a good idea if we repair to your chambers. There's something okay. else we need to talk about. Uh, certainly, she uh, signals to her servants like to bring wine and water, because <laughs> you never know which <laughs> will heal concerned. what. <laughs> well, you did basically look like you had a slight seizure or almost fainting. Yeah. Well, telepathy will do that to you. Yeah. Good times. All that all that good mercury up your schnoz. Yep. 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 When we get to the chambers, I'm going to look around and be like, okay, so you know that I just... I wanted to know if you've given me the full tour. Is there any other important areas in your in your um, in your bailey that you haven't shown me? Why don't you tell me? Well, you see, it's all about trust. It's about my trust in you and your trust in Scarlet, because I think you might find it very interesting in. Indeed, to to be not at the fight, but in fact somewhere else, somewhere somewhere important and deep and surprisingly empty. Because so these servants here mm-hmm. uh, are, are there still servants here? Yeah. Oh, good news in Trellis. They know they're my spies. Sorry, they I are assumed not there were not ser- servants here when I started. Oh, that. they're always. There's never a. There's never a moment in which servants are not around. Oh, okay. Um, if if they are not in the room, they are around a corner. If you are in the manor house, you are being listened to. Okay, I was I was under a false impression. Um, but that's okay. that's everything is still fine. Sure. They are my spies, not Scarlet's. You can be more clear. Of what you are accusing Scarlet of. Because I want you to be very, very clear. If I am mistaken, then you risk nothing. But if I were you, I would guard my empty well from a, um intrusion during the fight. Is that clear enough? Yes, that is perfectly clear enough. Now... This is important information. Indeed. And as you can tell from some of the details I have just given you, it's not uninformed. Well, I know it's the well and I know it's there and I know it's empty. So... So, Miss Wellsmythe. Yes? Would you like to greet them with me? I think that might make it a little more difficult to prevent Impediment Reed from striking at Scarlet if she herself is not leading the expedition. I don't know... Didn't Olaf say Scarlet was going to be with the group uh, doing the breaking and entering? Then how is she going to be controlling... She's not. ...the monsters? 
she's not. She's just going to let him kill the gang. She doesn't have to be there for that. That's true. But do we absolutely positively trust what Olaf is saying? I mean, he thinks he's our friend and all, but... Eh. How does Charm Person work? I don't think it works. Well, he regards me as a friend until I prove otherwise. And, uh, or if I stop maintaining the spell, it's an ongoing spell or cast again or something like that. Uh, here's the thing. I don't, I don't think it was established in the fiction whether Scarlet would be presiding over the execution or joining the, um, the, uh, expedition that she's set, that she's sending. Yeah, I more meant my statement to ask that question of whether it had been said or not. Ah. Uh, I'm going to say that during the time that you guys were discussing it, it was established that Scarlet is going to be going beneath the, is going to be going oh, to the okay. well. She's the only, she's the only alchemist among them. Ah. Ah. Okay, well, um, then I will confer with Isold and Impediment and say, well, where would you rather me be? I can be with Baron Nyland, or I can be... Leaping into the foray with you guys. Which do you think is a wiser placement? Well, if you think you can get more out of Nyland, um, I think it's wise. To, I think it's wise to continue to maintain uh, good faith with her. And thinking of our longer-term goals than just breaking out the ban- gang, she says, just to Isold via telepathy (laughs) then that's probably good so then I will turn to the Baron and say I would be happy to be at your side this works out well you might uh you might have a future here at Harris Reka once your friends move on that might be very good for me indeed so it sounds like you have a plan Uh, one team composed of Kaya and Baron Nyland and any guards that Baron Nyland decides to bring along, is going to be waiting at the dry iron well beneath the bailey of Harris Reka. I take it in that case that Professor Isold and Impediment Reed are going to tag-team springing the gang. Is that That's correct? Right. Yep. You have a couple of hours to prepare yourselves. Just... You've got enough time, but there isn't enough time to chase down people and be certain that you're going to take part in the festivities. If anyone has gotten enough experience to level up, now is the time to say. Yep. Yep. Okay, guys, that's what I would like to do for the rest of our time tonight. In a session, level up. When you have downtime, hours, or days, an XP equal to or greater than your current level plus seven, you may reflect on your experiences and hone your skills. Subtract the current level plus seven from the XP. So you're going to be each be, you're already all level two, correct? Yep. Um, Uh So you will be removing nine XP. Increase your level by one, taking you each to three. And choose a new advanced move from your class. If you are an alchemist, you also get to add a new spell to your spell book. That could be handy. Impediment. Have you been eyeing a move? I have been eyeing a couple of moves. um, And I would love to get some feedback uh, to help me maybe uh, decide between them. One of the moves that I'm eyeballing is one that allows me to take a debility to immediately break free of any physical or mental restraint. Um, And what was the other one that I had narrowed it down to? 
I know that you'd also considered Usurper and Con of Cons. Yeah. Uh, neither of those quite fit yet. Uh, I guess it was just that. Oh, no. Uh, you'd also been considered the Bard move. Uh, yeah. Uh, possibly the Bard move, but I, I feel like I maybe need to increase my charisma a little more if I'm gonna start going down that path. Um, and I haven't yet. Uh, but the other one I was eyeballing, uh, just now is Eye for Weakness, which allows me to add to the Discern Realities question list, what here is weak or vulnerable? Well, okay, that's awesome. That's fantastic. That sound, that sound pretty cool to you guys? Joss. Absolutely. So you've taken the move called what? Eye for Weakness. Eye for Weakness. Uh... Kaya Wellsmythe, have you been eyeing an advanced move for your class? Um, Well-trained is always nice, because I can train Angus to do something else, which could be very useful. I could tr- I could well-trained Angus to t- search, for instance, or... Yeah, I was going to say, it automatically gets fight humanoids, but you do not have fight monsters. Now, mind you, you're the one going downstairs, and that's probably an all-humanoids fight. Probably. Probably. Maybe not. She does have that thing. But, um, so that's one option. The The other option that, that really looks interesting to me, and kind of goes with the whole, like, fascinated with Isold thing, is power amidst the wastes. Dedicate yourself to a cult. You gain the sacred rites and cast a spell cultist moves. When you select this move, treat yourself as a cultist of level one for using spells. Every time you gain a level after thereafter, increase your effective cultist level by one. Uh, so what this would involve you doing is actually finding a catalyst and uh. Uh, dedicating yourself to it. Now, what I would say, if you want to take that move, uh-huh. uh, you would get the cast a spell and the, the sacred rites moves immediately, and you would have your... Uh, and you would have your catalyst, your your holy symbol, because it's the cleric spell list. Um, and you would you would be totally on that then. And what we would do is I would run some time with you at some point to cover when it was that you got together with the druids or encountered uh, a natural philosopher rather than a science-based alchemist or something to that effect and discovered this this capability and this interest to you. Um, because they are still alchemists. They are just alchemists from a different tradition with a strong focus on this sort of magical belief in these powerful artifacts, these catalysts, which allow them to do completely different schools, essentially, of alchemy from traditional alchemists. We will go with power amidst the wastes, because that is more... That seems like a thing that would be better for me to get earlier so I can continue to level up my cultist level thingy. And it also makes sense yes. with the whole I'm fascinated with how Isold is doing these things and want to learn more. Um, this is going to be fun because I'm going to find you whatever contact is going to... So, <clears throat> okay, I'll hit you up in detail about this later, but now I'm like super curious. Do you want to have had the thing that is going to be your holy symbol, your catalyst this whole time and have been slowly discovering its use or would you prefer to actually meet someone new who would act as the person who gave that to you 
because uh, it is entirely okay. possible that you have gotten that from the mysterious benefactor. Oh, hmm. Also entirely possible. I mean, you're going down probably into the cavern where they're keeping the statue. Mm-hmm. There could be something crazy down there. I was kind of thinking it would either be something crazy down where we got the statue or something I picked up when we were in the temple and didn't realize what it was. Ooh, that's fun, too. That would actually be pretty interesting. Okay, we'll go with I picked it up in the temple and didn't realize what it was, which gives, you know, the ghost with the head a whole new interesting level of interesting as well. Yay. Herman. Herman's the catalyst. Let's not forget Herman. <laughs> you've you've made a new friend, and I can I can go into your new friend in a moment, but you've just made a new friend. Oh my. Uh do tell me, Izzel. Yes. What uh move have you been on? Logical. What does that do? It allows me to use plus int instead of plus wisdom, um or plus whiz for the discern realities. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. That's real good. Uh what stat is everyone increasing, starting with Impediment Read? I'm actually increasing my wisdom. Hmm. I now have a plus one. Ooh. Kaya Wellsmythe, what stat will you increase? Um, what stat is the most important stat for this whole alchemy cultisty thing? Wisdom is going to be your thing. Okay. My wisdom is already pretty decent. I think I'm going to increase my charisma, because I've been using it a lot. Uh, what does that increase it from and to? It goes from eight to nine. So I believe that turns it into a zero. It does! Hooray! Happy, happy, joy, joy. And Professor Isold, what uh, skill are you taking up? More, uh, one more point in intelligence. That puts me at, uh, at the maximum, 18. Ooh. I have plus three to cast a spell. I am going to do a bit of a cliffhanger now because Kaya has made interesting decisions with her life. Oh, fun. So, Kaya, you are hanging out. Actually, I, I will, I'll give this sort of a, a, a milieu scene here. Isold and Impediment. You file in with the rest of the crowd as everyone is gathering for the execution. But beneath the Mott and Harris Reka, Kaya Wellsmythe, you find yourself with strange new allies. Down flights of constructed stairs and down onto what must have been the plane that existed here before the Mott was built. You are in an artificial cavern, and an iron immortal stands at the edge of a 20-foot pit, what used to be an iron well. And that iron immortal is held together by this sticky, pulsating, black and green substance that reminds you ever so slightly of those bindings that were holding the, uh, the heartless sapling together. And reminded of that, you reach into your pocket and you pull out that strand of it that had been stuck to your hand before and has formed this strange shape and hardened into this peculiar instrument of sorts. And Brother Venamo sees you, for he too has come to see that Scarlet does not seize the well. He's brought along some guards, and all of you are waiting. What is that that you have? I'm not sure. I finger it and hold it in my hand and feel the roughness. I found it 
in the woods. Did you get it from the temple there? Indeed. Do you know what it might be? There is something I would like to see very much. Would you... And he sets down a a little copper dish with a greenish fluid in it. Would you do me the kind favor of touching it to that liquid? It should cause it no harm. Okay. Touch it to the liquid. When you do, you get a vision like a, like a pulse of light goes through, but everywhere this light touches, the image of the cave is gone, and you are on a vast green plain. And just to the east of you, just a, an arm's reach away, is a walkwood forest, and there's this vast pit, and a lone iron immortal standing beside it, here at ground level, and it's full and complete, and it looks like a person. And you know the name of that person is Branimir Vuk, and you know that they were a leader of an ancient people. And then you are back, with Brother Venamo looking at you, and Baron Nyland paying attention and pacing the, the perimeter. So, did it do nothing? What did it look like? I saw things. Tell me, if you were going to have essentially a magic wand that was going to enable you to do uh, powerful magics. What would it look like? What instrument, what tool would it be? A small wooden flute. The kind you would carve from a stick that you found and you were bored when you were small. It's the kind of thing that Kaya did when she was real little. She would pretend. And she always did it with her flute. In your hand is no longer just a random blackened husk. In your hand is one of those flutes, except for running along the edge of it. Right where your fingers would curl around to do your fingering is a very narrow blade. Just enough to cut and draw blood. Oh, lovely. (laughs) Oh my. Thank you once again for listening to the Crooked Thimble as we play Iron Immortals. Seven Days a Servant is available on Inkshares, and we need your help to get the word out. Tell people, in person, on the phone, or by email, share the site, share the story. We're running out of time to make this work. Our music this week was composed by Sergei Tremzinov. You may find links to his work in the show notes. Please do share this podcast with whatever means you have available, and remember that The Crooked Thimble is a Patreon-funded company. If you want to hear more of these adventures, please head on over to patreon.com slash crookedthimble and support us. And, as always, thank you.